All right, uh, Travis, you're at the top of my screen, so you get to go first today. All right, are we doing it now? Okay, doing it now. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Travis. I play Vaxador, the High Elf, member of the High Nine, and the quirky, not well, not quirky, the stern father-like member of the group who kind of, you look back at you and he's like, did you, did you really mean to do that? Like, he judges you. Brayden? My name is Brayden, and I play the Oathbreaker Paladin, Steve. And I'm fucking tired. How's it going, guys? My name is Nate. I play the character Shalron, and please forgive the mic quality today. My internet has been working as well as the 13th century cabbage farmer's internet would work. So, uh, yeah, if I sound like I'm coming through a Wista's Vita, that's because I basically am. And I am Ryan, your Dungeon Master, and welcome back to Goblins and Goblets. I know sometimes it sounds like I say goblets and goblets, but I'm really not. Uh, this is a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast as loosely based on the fifth edition rules as we can make it. And we push that boundary every week. This week, you guys are doing some traveling after figuring out some stuff with Eddie's drug empire. Uh, you guys are now traveling to the royal city of Twelfth to talk to the king. Uh, you guys won't run into a whole lot in between. The you guys are going to kind of sail around to the port of Salisbury and then take some carts in. There's some horses waiting for you. Not really a whole lot of action. Uh, this is going to be a, a lot of plot stuff today and not a lot of action. So, if that's what you're into, you can skip to the next video, I guess. Okay, so we're going to start with Travis. Uh, Travis, you are going to seek counsel, I guess, with the king. Uh, you want to have a conversation with him. So he wants to talk to you as well. So trying to talk to him isn't difficult. You guys arrive after probably a week of travel between sailing and your travel across from Salisbury to the castle. You... Enter the castle as if it were your own home because you're so familiar with everything and know everybody here. Nobody stops you or your friends traveling with you. You head upstairs and you kind of tell everyone to wait downstairs in the big foyer area. Just kind of hang out and check stuff out while you go talk to the king privately for a minute. Uh, you head up the stairs that you traveled, and I guess it's been a couple months now at this point, uh, I go with Steve to kind of get him, get that all taken care of. And the king is sitting up here alone as you enter the room. And he says, Vaxador, my boy, good to see you. I'm glad you're back in town. How are things going? Tell me. You got a, you got a adventuring party now. How are things going? You guys seem to be really kicking ass out there. Yeah. Um, yes, my... Liege, it's great to see you as well. Never seen you so energetic before. Um, yes, this group is my adventuring group. I mean, they're they're adventuring. I could say that. They aren't yeah, there, so if you want to talk shit, you definitely can talk shit to the king. I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm not going to talk shit, but I'm just, just being honest is what he is. But, right. uh, I mean, they, they get it's an interesting group of people. I'm glad, actually, that you picked up Big Daddy Bill. I know he is um, he is 
a very busy man, the actual player, Billy. So he doesn't get to record a whole lot. But Big Daddy Bill and Governor Flanders and I were all in the in the war together. So I'm really glad that you got somebody else on your team that I know for certain is battle hardened and ready to go. Yeah, he, he is. He's he's a quite fiery chap. I do recall in our many um, adventures we've had together in fights. He's definitely one who action first and speak later. You are definitely going to need that because there is some shit coming down the pipeline and you guys are kind of going to be my hands to deal with it. Um, as you know, talking to Governor Flanders, uh, you learned about the Dromakthar and, and Sandara and Forvigal and you got you got to deal with Wingolf, of course. Also, he's he's not somebody I'd want to fuck with. He's a pretty strong dude. Obviously, he's got control over Sandara and Forbergal, or as much control over whatever Sandara is and a dragon as you can have. He means business, and he we we can't let him accomplish his goals. We need to stop what whatever he's planning. And I trust that you and this party of yours can can handle that. I will do whatever I can. And if push comes to shove and there's a, a big war that I think is coming, then you have the Isle of Two's support and the Army of Two's support. So if you need manpower or anything like that, you have it. Well, the offer is... Very generous. Thank you. I mean, we will do whatever it takes to, you know, secure the, our kingdom's safety and defeat these dastardly no-go-doers, whatever they are. Um, but there's actually a thing I've been meaning to talk. Do you know where... Um, oh, I forget his name. I, I haven't seen him as much in the High Nine. Do you know where um, the court wizard is, the high wizard? Angelo. Yes. That's yeah, right. yeah. Uh, Angelo's up in his tower. You guys can go up and talk to him if you want. You got some some stuff? Did you find something interesting? Some arcane magical stuff? Uh, yes, I mean, uh, uh, at our last voyage, we definitely, um, it was some ancient magic, if I had to say so, but very dated more than I could um, recall or count, but it it's very particular. I've had never come across it, and nor do I could have had the means to actually deactivate or solve it. So, I think it's maybe a thing that would that he would be able to solve. Actually, while you were saying, I was trying to type his name. I didn't get it. What were you trying? What was his name again? Angelo. Angelo. Okay, Angelo. All right. Thank you. If anybody in the realm would know, it would definitely be Angelo. Before you head up and talk to him and ask him your questions and stuff. Do you think you could send me in that that paladin that's been traveling with you? I want to talk to him. Ah, yes. The um, the one that did your bidding that yes, almost was uh, beheaded. Steve, I think. Yes, Steve is his name. Yeah, if you could have him pop in here real quick and then you guys can go up and talk to Angela. No, but, 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 but of course my fucking throat hurts now. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know why the king talked like this. Because that's what the king talked like before, I'm pretty sure. So I gotta try and keep something yeah. the same. You, you gotta keep keep the continuity, Morty. Right. Uh, 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 
yeah, 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 gotta do it. All right, so the king kind of finishes your, you and your king, you and the king kind of finish your conversation. And Hang he on, asks, can we do the scene with uh, Nate's character and I? Yeah, sure. Uh, while Maxidor is upstairs, you want, boy? <laughs> while Maxidor is upstairs talking to the king, you and Chalvron are downstairs in the foyer, just kind of snooping about. There's a couple guards walking around. There's some fancy suits of armor and stuff. This place is nice as fuck. When you were brought through here the first time, you didn't really get the chance to actually like step back and take a look at everything, take it all in. It's a really nice palace. Like they spared no expense in building and designing this however many years it's been since it was built. You're not really sure because you're not familiar with the history of this particular island. You're not from here. So what are you what are you doing? Um I mostly just wanted to talk to Chalvron. So Chalvron, we've been adventuring together for a while, but I don't really know much about you, like where you grew up or what your morals are, why you worship the god you do. So uh Let's start with the easy one. Where are you from, Shelvron? We'll like all Goliaths. I come from dirt. That's is the that end true? of my backstory. No, I, I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to link our characters together to actually establish the plot that we are both come from the town that was destroyed. But no, you got to take the dirt route on me. <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be specifically trying to avoid that, despite you. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I come from town. Town no longer is there. So, uh... Oh. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, my town was actually besieged by a demon and a, a man in a hood. Never really got a good look at him, but... What was yeah. your town's name? Uh, Kinben. They're... Ben of Kin, whatever, whatever the fuck. Oh, Ben Kin? It, it is hard to keep the same accent while playing Smash yeah, Bros. You just switched for sure. <laughs> Are you you're playing Smash Bros? While... Yeah, I'm, I'm pausing it. I'm pausing it so I can get the right <laughs> voice going. <laughs> God damn it, Nate. This is why our episodes sh- take 12 years to record, sir. Shut the fuck up. This is the first time I've done it. Your brother takes literal naps during this, he I said. I don't want to get judgment. I don't take naps. I go and make... His character took a nap. <laughs> yeah. You've told I, me before that you've you've said in the intro you're going to take a nap. Oh, yeah. Probably. You did. In the uh, I'm actually from Benkin 2 there, Chalvron. I actually... That's the reason why I ended up here, because... I ended up being arrested for the destruction of our town. Yeah, fucking sucks to be you. Oh, I, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, yeah it, it was very bad that our town was destroyed. Then I was I was out mining ore for my blacksmithy, and I come back to see, see man in hood going away and burning crush town. And it, it was pretty sad. I mean, the whole beautiful landscape was destroyed. The town butcher, the water pole, the water hole where people consistently got poisoned, because you know bad water and dysentery. The luxurious, the luxurious cabbage mines they had surrounding the area. It was beautiful. 
Did you say cabbage fries? <laughs> Keep going. Keep going with it. I know what I said. Okay. Cabbage mines. Mm. <laughs> I have to deal with that. Any bullshit YouTube spew, I have to deal with. I mean, it's gone. Ben can burn to the ground, but like, I still have to deal with that. We have to circle back around to the fact that there are apparently cabbage mines. <laughs> I guess. Shelvron. I swear yes. to you, with everything left in my soul, that we shall get vengeance on the man who destroyed our town. Deal? Alright, sounds good. I mean, kind of coloring me. If I, if I don't agree, it makes me sound like douche. So going to agree? Yeah? Yeah? Well, the last time I tried to, uh, never mind, never mind. No, no. See what, speak your truth, die a man. Well, the last time I uh, didn't corn corner somebody, they ran into uh, my cabbage behind and just stole all of my cabbages. All right. Uh, as you guys Dark have day. this conversation, Daxador comes back down the stairwell and meets up with you guys uh, and tells Steve that the king would like to have a word with him. So you know the way because you've been to this room before. One time, uh, you walk up the stairs and enter the room that the king is in. He is sitting at this big table alone, uh, just kind of waiting for you to come in. And he says, Steve, good to see you. I have some questions for you. Good to see you as well. Uh, first of all, I wanted to apologize for wrongly arresting you. Um, new information has come to light, and we were wrong. Um, we now know that this attack on Benkin was the work of the Dramakthar. We don't know which leader was there, or if it was a leader there at all, but we know that it was them. I promise you, every last member of the Dramakthar shall find a form of justice. I want to know if you know if there is any reason that they would want to attack Benkin. Um, is it the cabbage I, mines? Do I, they I, need cabbages? That's what I was going to say. I, I'm, that's the only thing I can think of. Or maybe to take out our warriors, or... I can't think of anything else, really. Like, I bust in anything? the room, you hear me just go, cabbage mine. Dude, I hear cabbage mine. Is there anything in the mines surrounding the town? Not the cabbage mines. The other mines. The oh, actual yeah. mines. As as he that, as he busted in and said where the cabbage mines, like me and like two guards grab him, like get back here. <laughs> <You're> back, <laughs> back the cabbage mine. <laughs> Who is this man? Why is he talking of cabbage mines? No, we already pulled uh, him back to the door. Worry, <laughs> <laughs> my liege. That was just back to the door. You can't. You just hear that through the door. <laughs> it's the other paladin that's traveling with our party. Uh, okay. Okay. One of the only other things that I can think of right now would be maybe they attacked us because, like, we, not to sound, like, egotistical or anything, but we do have some very powerful, we did have some very powerful warriors in our ranks. We lost them to Ohio State. 
We did lose them to Ohio State, unfortunately. And uh, there was a poisoning of a cabbage mine incident, but it is all in the past now. Have you been um, back to Bankin since the destruction? Have you guys made I, a trip there in your travels? We haven't. We haven't. God damn it. <laughs> Anybody got a lozenge? <laughs> Anybody got a cigarette so I can keep this voice going? Uh, we have not been <laughs> back to Benkin yet. Uh, not, the the trip. not the paladin Benkin deserves, but the one it needs. If you guys haven't returned there in your travels, maybe swinging by wouldn't be a terrible idea. If at any point you're in that general vicinity, stopping and smelling the roses, so to speak, might yield some information. I don't think there are any roses left in Benkin. It's a figure speech, friend. Okay. I will you guys just hear it back at the door when... The mines. You guys just hear at the door when he says roses. Cabbage! Cabbage! <laughs> <laughs> you just, now you see like one guard that's like unconscious, and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I will uh, 100% make it a point to return to the mines that were in Benkin and see if I can pick up any reason that they would have wanted to destroy that town because I owe it to the men and women and children and cabbages lost that day to find them under any circumstances. Here's deep cabbage-related sobs. The king stands up from his seat and walks over to you and extends his hand and says, You walk from here, a free man, to do what you will. But I hope that you will continue to travel with Vaxador and this group of dipshits and put an end <laughs> to what these, these evil motherfuckers are planning. Because it could mean the end of not just our world, but all worlds that we know or don't know about. Trust, trust me, my liege. I will 100% do whatever it takes to put an end to those motherfuckers who destroyed my town before they can cause any other undue harm amongst the citizens of this realm or any other. Uh, and you guys shake hands, and he says, okay. Do you happen to have any better armor than the stuff I'm wearing right now? Uh, I wasn't planning on giving you stuff. <laughs> I want stuff. But you always want stuff. All D&D players only ever want stuff and gold. You greedy motherfuckers. Pretty convenient. You discussed Benkin pretty hard there and didn't mention the fact there's another survivor, but that's cool. I get it. Well, I don't know that you want other people to know about that, and I didn't want you being put on trial for the destruction of Benkin. So uh, the king is is pretty like certain that Steve would want to keep to himself. The king knows for a fact that this was the, an a Dramakthar attack. Like you, even if you would have told yeah, him that there's another survivor, Dramakthar. I mean, that's true, but he knows the leaders, and he kind of knows who they recruit and stuff, and as long as Chalvron isn't, like, a changeling, 
he's probably fine. But that was a character decision. So uh, it's kind of funny. One of you went north and one of you went south because Nate kind of handed me your backstories in a nice little package. So you guys <laughs> got tied together as the quote unquote only survivor end quote story. Uh, so you guys are both the lone survivors of your town. Turns out you're not. Yeah. All I learned is that apparently coming up with the name Ben Kin for a town is actually not bad. No, it definitely. You definitely gave me some stuff to work off of. Everybody did. Was the Billy, goal? But... Uh, that's it's the Billy experience. So he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, I did notice some armor outside in the hallway. Are you uh, attached to this armor, or that armor is decorative? It hasn't moved in fifty years or more. It probably wouldn't move. I'm not giving you stuff. Stuff. <laughs> Please. You get no stuff. What's your armor? You have an AC of like 20. What do you want armor for? I have an AC of 18. I only have an AC of 20 if I use Shield of Faith. I thought you had an AC of 20 if you used a shield. Or because no, I have an AC of 18 with my shield, and I have an AC of 20 with the shield of faith everything that we have in the castle is at your disposal but you will find nothing better than the armor that you're wearing we supply the masses yes we supply the masses of the army of two with equipment to travel into battle we don't make magic armor or supply them with well i'm not ac20 stuff I'm not talking about uh, magic armor. I'm just talking like blade mail. Like, uh, what's your guard outside wearing? Is that blade mail? Can I have his stuff? You cannot have I just, guard's I, I, I bust through the door again. Just like, man, it's hard to listen to this. It's just, come, come, you're the now man who's told you your. Another guard okay. that was supposed to restrain him is unconscious too. So now it's just me. <laughs> I'm like going back and forth, like, huh, huh. Steve, Steve, just accept the man. He gave you his freedom. He's not here to sell you his fucking well, fucking technically, I was wrongfully imprisoned, so my freedom was a right that was uh, wrongfully taken from me. It was not his to take. But uh, you're still not getting any. I gather your point, Shelrod. I was gonna say he's not going to. He's not going to give you free stuff. I will visit. I will visit Benkin, and his Dramakthar will be wiped out. And if I happen to find any blade mail along the way, I will be wearing that, just to let you know. He says, okay, you guys go talk to Angelo now. See what you can learn. Nip this in the bud. Okay, one uh, question. Who is Angelo? Backstory for you, there, As you, uh, say you... That, As you say that, ten guards just run in and just <laughs> dogpile on fucking scout <laughs> on. <laughs> It's not my fault. This man was annoying the king. He's here trying to talk to him like democracy and he can get what he wants. Bitch Magna Carta has not even been existing yet. <laughs> uh, the guards oh, unpile off of you and the three of you travel to the opposite side of the palace where Vaxador, you know, at the top of one of the four corner towers uh, is the laboratory of the head wizard Angelo. You guys make your way upstairs. Angelo is a high elf wizard who you think might be able to help you decipher the magic that was doing something around Castrum Contritos. 
Uh, it made you guys throw up, I think. So you guys climb the stairs and enter this laboratory, and it is the wildest room you have ever been in in your entire lives. This man has so much shit going on in here at once that you don't quite know how he manages to function. He's got at least 20 different projects in the middle of everything, and he's just running around rapidly, kind of like a chicken with his head cut off, doing a bunch of shit, and then you guys like blink and notice that four of these projects are completely done now. And he says, oh, oh, Baxador, what are you doing here? I haven't seen you in ages. Good to see you. Do I actually know him, like, well? Yeah, you guys have been acquainted. Uh, you guys aren't, like, the best of friends, but you definitely know him. You've talked to him. You've kind of shared a meet at the table after the king has gone to bed. It's just yeah, yeah. the court of the high nine and stuff. Haha, <laughs> Angelo, good man. How are you today? Extend my hand out for a handshake. He kind of reaches out exuberantly with both hands and grabs yours and shakes it. He says, oh, I'm doing quite well. Thank you for asking. Um, what brings you to my lab today? And you have to, like, dodge your head back as something zooms by your face. It's small and it's hauling ass and you have no idea what it is. He's like, oh, sorry about that. I got some, some stuff going on. Uh, just watch your heads and your steps and you'll be fine. I, I see that. Is it dangerous? No, no, you're perfectly safe. It's just one of my many projects that I'm working on, as you can tell. I'm a very busy man. I see that. Well, I don't mean to take up much of your time, Angelo, but there are some things I do have. A, I have a question. I was wondering maybe if you could answer them. So recently, we went to an island. Um, uh, we went to the island of... Um, no, oh, what's the name of it? I know it's Castle Castrium is there, but what's the name of the island itself? Uh, I don't uh, think it had an island. Or I don't think it had a name. It didn't have a name? So just Castle Castrum Comtritos was there, whatever? Oh, I'm sorry. It does have a name. It's called Arca. Can you, okay. Can you spell that? It's spelled A-R-C-E, but it's pronounced Arca or Archa. Arca? Archa. Anyways, uh, on the island of Archa, there was a uh, have you you've heard of Castle uh, Castle Castrum uh, Comtritos, right? Yes, of course. So while we were there, me and my colorful adventurers here, um, we were uh, we were exploring around the um, the dungeon there, or I guess the underground an underground cave, and well, we came across some some magic. It was very strange magic. You know, normally I could detect and be able to tell what kind of magic it is, but this one was strange. It was definitely very old, very ancient, ancient magic that it was able to, um, from what we perceived, it was able to turn the place like Castle um, Castle Thomas was. Oh, man, I wasn't even looking at the name. I was trying to see if I can remember off the top of my head. That was got it. <laughs> Almost got it. Um, Oh man, I have like so many different notes. I got to figure out where I put it again. Yeah, um, forty-five hundred words of notes. Castle Contritos. Castrum Contritos. Thank Castrum you, Contritos. Thank you, Steve. Well, um, was not even there. So when we went to discover these ruins, we detected this magic. I, I was using my um, 
I was using to detect if there's any arca arcana in the area, and upon immediately trying to, to do that, I, I, I honestly I threw up. It was just there was overwhelming magic there, and you I couldn't detect where a single source of it was coming from. But from what we've been deduced and what we've read from the letter is that this cast the castle still stands there, but there's some magic that's hiding it from plain sight, and. I don't know if there's a way to dispel it where the castle will show up again, but it's very intriguing. So you guys actually found a book in that. In oh, yeah, we have the book. I, I, I took the book, but I don't think I took notes on that, actually taking the book. Uh, so the book is ancient magic saying, like, how to hide stuff. It's pretty much like how to cast an invisibility spell. Or like a yeah, turning places invisible to the naked yeah. guy for long periods of time. Mm -hmm. So you pull out this book and kind of show it to him, and Angelo says, "Wow, this is this is some old magic. I haven't seen stuff like this in in centuries." Um, this since is Nam. since Nam. He kind of flips through the pages that are left in the book and says, "Okay, um, this is going to take some some effort, but I do think we will be able to." dispel this magic i think if we make a wand and all of us all of us including like being the casters in your party and i channel some magic into this specially made wand that we can make one charge of dispel magic so strong that we can make whatever is concealed appear but in order to do that, we have to do some shopping. Um, I need you guys to gather some stuff to make this wand. Uh, you guys are, are the adventuring party here, so it'll be easy for you guys to go out and grab some of this stuff. Uh, let, me, let me see here. And he hands you back your book, and he runs over to his desk and pulls out another book, flips through it for a couple pages, and then kind of puts that one down and grabs another book and flips through almost to the back of that one, and then puts that one down, pulls out a third book, blows dust off of this one, and then carefully cracks it open and flips to, like, the fourth page. And he's like, okay, okay, I have, I have an idea. I think it'll work. What I need from you guys is I need you to go get a branch from the eldest tree in the realm, I need you to gather a gemstone from the crown of King Theodore. And I need you to get a feather from Dromo, the magic sentient feather duster, wielded by Harold, the Duke of Nothing. And we will kind of discuss where all of those things are as we move forward. But you guys, at least one of you in the party knows where each one of those things kind of are uh we're gonna start hopefully with the branch from the oldest tree in the realm he says i think with these things and magic from all of us we could we could do this this is a, a viable thing that we could accomplish and it will show you what you're looking for do you guys have any ideas about what you're looking for. I'm going to need you to send it later or go slower. I'm just, I, I was trying to type that. Oh, yeah. Text. 
I'm not. I just need the, the I name of the sentient duster again. Drummo. All right. So the last thing that he asked was if you guys had any question or any idea what you guys were looking for. Like, you think it's a castle? Uh, hold on. I'm, I'm pasting these notes. You're talking about the invisible thing? Yeah. Yes. Wait. We, do we think it's, it's a castle? castle. Yes. Castrum yes. Angela, I, I do believe that the, the castle is being hit, um, hidden. You think it's a reincarnation of Gastrum Contritos in the same spot? I don't think it's a reincarnation. I think it's the, the original castle. Interesting. Well, this will be, be a good, uh, good quest for you guys then. Hopefully, you guys don't have too much trouble gathering these materials. And then you guys should know right where to go, and you just kind of point the wand and, and cast the spell, and it should dispel any magic surrounding you. So I don't know what exactly you're going to find, but it's going to be something, that's for sure. Do uh, you guys have any more questions for Angelo? No further questions. You guys have done some traveling. He knows a lot about magic stuff and not a whole lot about much else. So, you guys wanted to ask him any other magical-related questions? Might you know of any any magical seagulls that can speak, or any magical lesson or way to speak to seagulls? I thought you were learning that from Eddie. You are. Ed. I know there's a spell called Speak to Animals that you could probably learn that I guess would probably teach you how to speak to seagulls. Um, that's that's kind of all I got. You could probably find an amulet or something of speak with animal, unless you, like, established some sort of mental bond with them and could speak telepathically. I can telepath my fucking seagull? That's probably something you could do. Oh, not much more, except Havana <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, you guys kind of bullshit with Angelo for a bit after you have this discussion. Um, you guys right now. What do you mean? I, well, I'm just going to ask him. What is this thing that's buzzing around the room? What What is this, Angelo? I ignored it. Are, it, keeps, it keeps zipping around, and I'm trying to dodge it. They are small. Steve, try to catch it. Keys. Uh, I don't know that you will actually be able to catch it because they move. Very quickly. Uh, these Steve, are Steve small... Has good, he has some pretty good hand-eye coordination. These are small magical keys that are going to be used for a kind of a, a trial-type game coming up in the near future. In uh, I want to I wanna roll to try to catch it. Yeah, can I roll to try and catch one? Sure. <laughs> it's going to be like, if you, don't, if you don't roll a 20, you ain't getting it. <laughs> it's a DC 20. It's a dex, save, uh, dex check. Dexterity. Yo, that's an eight. That actually is a twenty. I don't believe you. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I don't believe you either. <laughs> uh, you kind of reach out as one flies by you and use your special speed and snatch one out of the air. You snag one of these flying keys out of the air, and as you hold it in your hand, you feel the wings stop beating, and you kind of open your palm up. And in your hand is just a small key. He says, these are prototypes. They're a little too fast, but at some point they're going to be used in kind of a, a trial type game. 
that will be viewable for the realm. Uh, you guys might actually want to come back and maybe compete. It might be fun for you all just to kind of take a break from your your adventuring life and, and play a little game. But it's not ready, and it's not going to be ready for a while, probably. Another couple months, I would say. So uh, if you'd like, we can send you communication when it's getting close and let you know this is happening or when it's happening. All right. Why not? Sure. 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 We'll send a we'll send a bird when things get taken care of and sorted out, and we have a date. Uh, and you guys just kind of keep bullshitting with him for a while, get some more information about like what you're going to be looking for, what uh, what you're going to be doing with this wand. So the eldest tree in the realm is off the coast of Figaro on one of the extremely close by islands. Uh, the gemstone from the crown of King Theodore is supposedly lost. Um, King Theodore was on a ship traveling back to the port of Salisbury and it sunk and he is lost beneath the waves. Droma, the magic sentient feather duster, and Harold, the Duke of Nothing, uh, Harold is kind of a wanderer, so they could be anywhere. Uh, their last location was actually over near Benkin, uh, in the town that you were arrested in, Brayden. He was last seen in the town of Prang. Prang? Like P-R-A-N-G, like Prang? Yes. But... That was a couple weeks ago, so it might be a good place to start looking for him, but he's probably moved on since then. Him and the Feather Duster are quite close, and they travel around the realm kind of doing Feather Duster shit. <laughs> Having a good time, you know. Might I ask as to what Feather Duster shit includes? I, I, don't, I don't ask. Uh, Harold, too many questions when I do run into him. He's a strange duck. Um, and that is all that I have for you guys today. So as you kind of talk and hang out with Angelo for a little while, the camera kind of pans out the window and overlooks the Royal City. And we will zoom in on Eddie. So, Eddie... While everyone else is talking to the king and talking to the head wizard, Angelo, you are kind of dealing with your own stuff in the royal city while you guys are here. You are heading back to your kind of head of operation location, your HQ, to talk to M1K3, or Mike, the Warforge that you have kind of left in charge of everything while you were gone just to make sure that everything continues to go smoothly and there aren't any issues. So you kind of roll back up into, where do you guys kind of work out of? Is it like a sewer or something? Yeah, I want to say like, um, just like some like, you know how I'm uh, back in like a uh, Great Depression style where like uh, the, the alcohol was like, wasn't legal. And there was like- Yeah, the so like the speakeasies. Speakeasy, yeah. I want to say like a speakeasy, you know? Okay, so you kind of- base your operation under kind of like a do you want to do like a bar or do you want to do like a shit what other kind of 
store would there be? Maybe like a maybe like a like a dingy diner and like yeah, a back sure. diner. All right, yeah. You walk into the the diner in the Royal City of Twelfth. Uh, head back behind the counter and kind of rap on the wall. You know the way in. You pop open the door and enter into your kingdom. Uh, it's as bustling as ever. Drag is in high demand. It's a hot commodity, especially in the Royal City. And you see Mike kind of standing over some of the rats, making sure that they don't fuck anything up. Uh, and he kind of gives you a wave and walks over. And he says, hello, Eddie. It's good to see you. Mike, my man, man, how's business? How's business, you know? How's business. it going? Business is great. It's nice to have you back in town. Will you be staying long? You know, I go I go where the money takes me. You know how I am, Mike. I, you know how it is. Give me, uh, give me the reports. How's it going? Well, first things first, here is your payment for the past couple weeks while you were gone. And he takes out a small kind of sack of gold and hands it to you. Inside is 250 gold pieces. That is just for you. You do not have to share. Uh, and he also says, also, while you were gone, the big orc man, Grog, has been doing some snooping around. I think he is planning something but I don't know when or where he plans to strike. I heard about the attack in Quantro. Hopefully you got that resolved. Yeah, Quantro got hit hard, but we hit harder. We hit harder. But uh, I did hear the message about about Grug is just a, we call a middleman for this uh, this high. Somebody's out to get us, Mike, and we, uh, we're going to figure out who it is. I'm glad to hear that. I can't be out of a job or out of my essence of life. I will die, and I don't want to die. There's been a small man kind of creeping around the operation. He sits in the diner for approximately 1.32 hours a day, usually three to five days a week, just kind of sitting and watching. He kind of resembles you he is small and small i don't actually know what you look like <laughs> uh so uh i don't think i ever got a character uh, so eddie is like um i want to say middle-aged gnome uh you know he's got the trench coat he's got a goatee you know uh black and silver hair he's got the the artificer goggles you know uh does he wear them on his eyes or on his head on his head you know classy yeah very classy uh, yeah, goatee, um, salt and pepper hair, okay. middle age, so probably has like a bald spot coming in. Uh, and Mike says, I haven't seen him today, but he might not show up this afternoon. He was here yesterday with a small green, smaller green man, bigger than the small man who stopped, but still not large. Okay, well, uh, let's, uh, we got a couple rats on break. Let's, uh, let's see if we can get some posted around the, the diner, see if they can help us out with that. Okay, we can do that. He was wearing a Letterman jacket. Mm, a Grux crew that I saw in, um, the other city. 
Swear guy, I hate those Letterman jackets. Is there anything that we can help you with while you're in town? Well, Mike, just so happens I've been uh, working on something new. Something for our uh, more uh, fire style uh, customers. I call it uh, GHB. It's a little bit of a goblin hormone buff I've been working on. I'm going to give you a little sum. You see if you can uh, spread it out for me. Just a little taste here and there. I'll, I'll keep... Uh, I'll keep the, the main supply on my traveling gig, but uh, I want you to have a little bit to see if anybody has a taste for it. Okay. We'll see what we can. Mm, we'll see what we can do and see if there is any sort of desire in our reaches. It was good to see you, Eddie. I hope you come back soon. Let us know if you hear anything about the possible attack or if you learn any more information about the Quantro incident. All right, Mike, I'm going to hang out front in the diner, give me a couple egg creams, and I'll, I'll see what happens. Uh, and you walk back out kind of through the same doorway you came in, and as you enter the dining diner area, uh, why don't you roll me a quick perception check? Okay. If you have your day, so... I do have my dice. Always out, ready to go. I don't. <laughs> Ooh, I rolled a five. Okay. Uh, you don't see anything out of the ordinary in the diner. You kind of sit down for your, what did you say, egg creams? Yeah. Take <laughs> back some egg creams. I'm thinking like the most like New York dirty diner. Yeah, you know, that's kind of what I was thinking too. Yeah. Uh, you sit down at the the bar top by yeah, the register like and stuff. Old orc waitress coming out, like say, call me Dollface. She says, "Hello, Dollface. What can I get you?" Hey, darling, well, I'll, I'll take a couple egg creams. Uh, how's how's business going up front? How you doing? Business is all right. Thanks for asking. How y'all doing back there? We're doing okay. I uh I like to tip her uh, a couple of gold coins her way. Okay. Oh. Look at you, big spender, Eddie. Uh, yep. Thank you. You got to watch out for the kids. How the kids are. The kids are doing good. All 18 of them are doing great. Thank you. Uh, this will definitely go a long way. You're a goddamn saint, darling. You need, you, need you need some vacation time. Well, between this and the orphanage, it's hard to take any time off. But I get by. You know, ever since Walter died, it's been kind of hard. But the diner people have been good to me. You've been good to me. The kids, you know, they're kids, so they're all right. Well, you tell me whatever you need, Darla, I'll make it happen. I want her name to be like Darla Mantooth because she's just a goddamn saint. Darla <laughs> Mantooth? Darla Mantooth. All the right. goddamn heart and soul of this city. Uh, and as you and Darla have this conversation, the camera zooms out and kind of pans up the street a ways, and then you kind of get an overview of a small gnomish man and a taller green orc in a letterman jacket sitting down. Uh, the gnome pours a glass of whiskey and they begin talks. And that is all that I have for you.